Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Steel Santa. Beautiful day in Los Angeles. We're celebrating the holiday season as it was meant to be celebrated together. You know, I'm feeling rather holiday-y. On the way over here, I bought my first Starbucks item purchased with an... A uh, thoughtless office Starbucks card. <laughs> What'd you get? Uh, I got a I got a skim latte. Okay. I usually drink a drip coffee, but uh, it's the holiday season. Time to branch out. <laughs> Go with a skim latte. Go with a skim latte. Add some skim milk to that thing. Why not? Yeah. Why the fuck not, Jordan? It's Christmas. I'm using my thoughtless gift card. Do you have any thoughtless gift cards you need to use? God, I wish I could. I have a gift card. A year and a half ago, I bought my wife some slippers from L.L. Bean, mm-hmm. and uh, they were the wrong size, the wrong kind. And then they didn't have the right kind, and then she got some different slippers, and I returned them for This sounds like a, a goddamn refund. fiasco, And then they of all. sent me a card, but I didn't, have the t- I didn't have it in me to call and be like, you were supposed to give me a refund, not a card. Mm-hmm. So I've had this $70 L.L. Bean gift card sitting in my desk for the last 18 months. No, I don't know what to do with it. Go to L.L. Bean and buy a scarf and then throw it in the middle of the street. I want to make it. To demonstrate your, uh, you know, dominance. Can I tell you a, a scarf thing real quick before sure. we introduce our guest? A here? scarf so, story? Yeah. I'm on pins and needles. It's more of a scarf anecdote. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, the story of scarves mm-hmm. with Jesse Thorne. Um, I, I'm uh, looking for a scarf fable. By the way, Mark just turned – our guest, Mark Marin. I'm pretty sure he just turned my headphones all the way up. Mine too. I think he just leaned over and turned my headphones way up. Is that a master? I thought it was just mine. <laughs> I need more I – I needed more of you in my head, Jesse. Look, you turned me so – What are you talking about? I turned myself up. Now I can't – now it's no good yeah, for me. Yeah, this is – See? You we're both on the same channel. Now, now what? That was the master. You turned up the master. Well, now no, I well, turned up the channels, the individual channels. Can you hear yourself now, Mark? No. I can't hear it that well. <sighs> Mark just comes into any situation. Starts jacking with stuff. <sighs> interrupts this. I thought what it was I'm a, sure, What I'm sure it's going to be a riveting scarf anecdote. I thought it was a uh, – I was a professional radio person. I followed the wire to where the hole was mm-hmm. and I saw the knob on the side and I just took a shot. I mean that is professional radio protocol. Yeah, that's good. Now I can really hear myself. Now it's like distorting. Now I got a fuzz box me. OK, good, good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesse. Oh, I like this layer of fuzz. It sounds like uh, <laughs> we're an old animals album. You've got fuzz too? Yeah, I got a little fuzz, but okay. I like it. I, there's a, it kind of gives it a '60s garage feel, okay. Okay. which I think is probably a Jesse's good vibe for this nuts. podcast. He's going nuts. You can't believe that I just <laughs> ruined everything, and now he's thinking like, "How are we going to edit this?" Let what me is this? Tell a, your scarf story. What is this? Let a me... fun chat podcast or a zombies B side? So there's fuzz. Uh, it's more of an anecdote. Okay, um, but uh, like two or three days ago, my... give a scarf limerick. My son. There once was... was a scarf from Nantucket. <laughs> With a huge cock. <laughs> Is that a limerick? Am I wrong about that? Yeah, well, that, I think that's the form of a limerick. Mm-hmm. I think you have to. I think that you made a jump there. I did make a little jump. <laughs> in, you went from, in terms uh, of all meter. of a sudden, we know where the scarf is from. And there's a cock. <laughs> right? There was no wrapping it around the cock. Maybe it was cozy in the, the cock was cozy in the scarf. You got to remember yeah. the five W's. So you had who uh, this scarf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
uh, where <laughs> Nantucket yep. and was, what a huge cock. So in your so because I have to follow the W's in your mind, a limerick is journalism. Yeah. In the day and age we live in now, yes. No, you're right. Yes. What with the huff pose of the world. If you hashtag Thank it, you. if Thank you hashtag you. it, limerick journalism. Sure. Would you say that it's journalism or true crime? Oh, oh all of the above. Does it kill the cock? <laughs> yeah. Here's here's my uh, scarf anecdote. Simon, my uh, three-year-old son, was uh, dressing up his bear, mm-hmm. uh, Sandy Bear. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I've heard of this bear. Yeah, sure. And uh, I mean, he's hey, re- tell him to watch himself. He's regionally famous. <laughs> so he's dressing Sandy Bear up. He's got Sandy Bear in like a robe and a ja- shirt and a jacket, mm-hmm. and he's got socks on his. Bear paws. Does does the bear come with all of these, or are these things you buy separately, like an American Girl doll or something? Uh, these are just American Girl accessories. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, these are my. These are Simon's. Just, actual... You're going to turn this bear gay. Simon, <laughs> keep dressing him up in these girl clothes. Simon's putting. It's not a choice. Number one. Mm-hmm. Um, number two. Uh, Simon is putting his actual clothes on there. Oh, okay. So he takes a scarf. The bear is as big as him. No. It's, these clothes okay. are comically oversized. Gotcha. I can picture it now. So he puts a scarf around Sandy Bear's neck, <clears throat> and he says, There, Sandy Bear, a scarf. Now you'll be as warm as a bear wearing a scarf. <laughs> oh, man. Smart kid. Very smart. He is. Wow. Our teachers, Sharp. Our teachers called tell us he's very it. smart. <laughs> he's a straight shooter. <laughs> he a, bare minimum. Yeah. He's a knack, he's a knack for similes, clearly. <laughs> Figurative language is is like a developmental stage. It's got to be four or five. Sure. First object permanence. Yeah. Then metaphor. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, all of the elements of figurative language: metaphor, sure. simile, synecdoche, onomatopoeia, onomatopoeia. Bam! You're wearing a scarf. <laughs> Our guest yeah. on the program, uh, he is the host of the smash hit podcast WTF. Uh, he is the star of the IFC television program, Marone. Uh, Wait. What's wrong? Wait. What's wrong? That's not is how it it's not pronounced. On IF, is it IFC? It's not is it how. pronounced IFC? No. IFC. Not, no. IFC. Marin. Jesse, it's pronounced the Mar- birthday boys. Wait. <laughs> the birthday I'm boys. I'm going to walk. <laughs> no. Don't no, walk. walk, Marin. I'm going to walk. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? What? Please do walk. I feel like it really? would be. It, it took would be, me so long to get here. It could be our Carlos Mencia on WTF moment. This well, could be the, the more thing the Gallagher moment. Yeah, the I Gallagher. think what we've learned about podcasting is people don't like a funny show that goes well. They want some shit to go down. That's what that's what culture wants. Sure, we, we live in a culture where it's like, why talk when you can argue, and and why enjoy anything if it's not? Pain, we we basically and weird. have we've basically had one podcast where shit's gone down. What was and that it's one? all anybody wants to talk about. What was that yeah. one? Yeah, Which? at the risk of talking about it again. <laughs> what, happened? Uh, what? What? Yeah, well, I think I think we we don't want to exhume the corpse, but there was okay. these web comics guys. They were jerks, jerks about it afterwards, and it was that was six years ago. It's all people want to talk about. Yeah, and we well, did from we six initially... years ago. You guys got to maybe perk up things. I know. <laughs> well, that's six, why that's... we need a new six feud years. That's why we time. need you to God walk out it. on us. I'm out of here. Yeah, slurs. Just say that's... some slurs. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You dumb white guy. Oh guys. no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
show. I can't take you. This is so buzzworthy. You stupid. This, this is really buzzworthy. Is innocuous hey. hipsters rambling about garbage. Mark Has- Marin. Hashtag Marin walkout. Mark Marin walks. Wait, I'm back. Mark Marin thinks he's in for an interview. You'll never guess what he does next. Fuck you guys. That, this is Whoa. compelling. Flippy flappy floppy. Mark, yeah. Hashtag flippy flappy floppy Marin. I did it. <laughs> I did it. Hashtag Marin wants it both ways. Please, <laughs> RT. Coming back in. Here, I'm here to. I'm here to play. Brian, can we upload that right to HuffPo? <laughs> can we just upload that? Hold on a minute. I've got my cock out. Uh, oh, oh, oh! And there's a scarf around it. Ah! Hashtag impressive, but within the normal range. <laughs> Um, Mark, it's great to have you back on the show. Welcome I'm gonna back, need friend. A Thank you, buddy. Scarf. It's nice to see you. It's nice to see you and your moccasin shoes. I and, am. Uh, wearing a, I'm wearing a hand-stitched I've, mock. I've not. Is it a hand-stitched mock? Absolutely. From I, the Arrow Moccasin Company. Okay, Jesse. Um, I've not seen you with a beard. It seems to be mostly working. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> which, Thank which parts of it aren't working the for you? The center part's working. The yeah. sides are, you know. Yeah. <laughs> No, you're not off base. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, the tr- here's the here's the honest truth about Wait. this beard, yeah. Mark. Yeah. B minus. Yeah. But it's better. It's an improvement over my bare chin. I know. I think. Uh, well, you got to have hair somewhere, Jess. That's a good point. <laughs> I had an industrial accident with my balls. Oh, oh. that's what Mark is referring to. <laughs> so you got to keep your balls away from the smelter. <laughs> yeah. I could use a smelter. Do you yeah. know anyone with a smelter? I don't. I don't know anybody who does home smelting. I need no. I need a. I need a major smelter. I want to. Uh, I want to start from scratch on my cast iron pans, mm-hmm. and I don't want to go with the uh, easy off oven uh, cleaner in a bag process sure, of sure. stripping them of the garbage on them. Yeah. But I heard if you know a guy with a smelter, you, you can just smelt it right things. off. Oh, smelt it right huh. off. I was thinking about that on the way down here. I was yeah. driving through this part of downtown, thinking like. Got to be a smelter somewhere within five ten miles of this. Is your place. situation that you've got a rust a rust problem? You got no, pitting? Just, no, no, I don't have any pitting. It's just that it's gotten kind of gunky. You know, if you keep up with if you keep your cast iron pan, you treat it properly. Right, it can get gunky because you don't you don't really clean it with soap. So the layers keep building, and it gets. And the other ones, I need to reseason them, and I just. There's another way to do it through electrolysis. Did you do the thing where you put it in the oven with olive yeah, oil yeah, for yeah, like yeah. a day? Well, it's, it's, there's a lot of discussion sure. about what oil to use. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yes, you've got the basic idea. Right. Of what oil did you end up using? doesn't matter. Oh, it's all okay. coming off. Linseed? It's, no. I took some lady's advice to use flaxseed oil. It was not the right oil mm-hmm. to use. I've used canola, but that's a little soft. But I, I haven't been into the pans in a long time. But for some reason— I used, I used olive on mine. Everything tastes great. It's not a matter of taste. It man. didn't. Oh, you know you're the right. point. No, it's a texture. Do you thing. know the point? I guess I don't. Of a of a cast iron pan. If I were to ask you, why is a cast iron pan a good thing? Why to, to give your home a mid century modern motif? No. Okay. It's because it's, it's it, you want it, it can have a built in non stick without Teflon. Exactly. Okay. And how do you get that non stick? The, with the, with the, with the process. The oil in the process of seasoning, the oil essentially bonds to the metal and creates a carbon coating from burning it off. It burns and creates a glass like carbon coating. There you go. Exactly. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest this week from Sirius Eats, Kenji <laughs> Lopez Alt. <laughs> 
No, well, whatever the case. If you know okay. a guy with a smelter, that's why, that's oh, where yeah. it came up. Sure. I want to do some smelting. I want to dip it in the smelter. Because there's another process where you, there's lye involved, a lye bath and electrolysis. But I think people explode doing it. I have and some lye. Do you want some lye? Uh, well, what were you doing with some lye? Pretzels. Did you, making pretzels. Is that what you were doing with yeah, lye? Or did you pretzels. Did, did, or was I straightening my hair? Is no. <laughs> were you burying somebody? And... Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. No, I did. So two, so two main things. One was it, if you put it in water and you dip the pretzel in there before you cook it, it helps the outside get uh, sort of crusty and yeah. it, while the nice. inside remains chewy. Is it lye bad? Um, but yeah, but then the other thing that I do with it is when I murder. Yeah, and I put someone. You just in, seal them in a drum. In a yeah, I seal them in a drum with the with the lye. lye. You sprinkle them with lye. Yeah, exactly. It's it helps, nice. It Polite. helps the body get crusty. Sure. Yeah, and you want that when yeah. you're eating a. You just have a nice hot mustard chewy. with that. Yeah. The corpse of that mustard. rival drug dealer. It's can I tell disgusting. you? Can I tell you my guilty pleasure, Jordan? What? Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm right nice, here. Can you nice tell me crusty, too? No, sir. A nice, <laughs> crusty, dead body. Yeah. Mm. But instead of a hot mustard, I like a cheese sauce. What can I say? Oh, I you're bad. Sauce. You're bad. I'm bad. You're bad. I like cheese sauce, and I'm a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? One, Guilty one, as charged. One of those is really bad. Yeah. No low contendere, <laughs> my friend. No contest. <laughs> I stand accused and guilty. I enjoy having a uh, little mimosa at brunch oh. and then uh, starting a fire. <laughs> That's mine. That's mine. Sure. That's my guilty That's pleasure. What you sure. like to do? I have a little mimosa at brunch and then I uh, masturbate at the side of a fire I started. Mark, what is a smelter? I'm bad. What does a smelter do? Don't know, man. I just. <laughs> I, it, I, thought, I, I, I thought smelters <laughs> melt things. They do. They melt steel. I need a steel smelter. You just need and a it, layer gone, right? Is that what you're getting what, at? No. Sure. From what I hear, if you got a smelter that operates at that temperature, you just you can put the pan in there. It'll burn off everything but the steel. You see, like st- if you have a steel smelter, but the iron. But the iron, yeah. So if I had a smelter, it would burn off all that coating of gunk. And it would be a lot easier than what uh, what I might have to go through. I think I'll Mark, probably bail on the project. Mark, are you worried one of the cats will get in there? No, J- Jordan, I'm not. I'm just uh, I just got got it on my mind. I've been doing some cooking with the cast iron again, and uh-huh. and some of the uh, surface was flaking off. Mm. And I thought, oh, do I yeah. want to go through this shit where I got to you know take yeah. the easy off and do the bag thing again? And, and it's a, it's a process sure. to season properly if that's all you're doing. Like you know, there's part of me that when I lock in. In an obsessive way, that's all I'm doing. So if I'm right. going to start the pan thing, people are going to say, what's up, Mark? I'm like, I'm in the middle of a pan project. Right. That's what I'll be working on. Right. <laughs> say, Mark, you're supposed to be on set. Nope. Pans. Nope. Pans pan in the issues. oven for another hour. Just hey. have Kindler vamp. Yeah. <laughs> I'm smelting sec- a pan. On second thought, I'll be right down. <laughs> <laughs> Kindler vamping. What I? What am I? What am I? A Jew? What am I? Uh, uh, do I? Do I not see properly? He's all doing what, this. I, uh, he's all doing this directly to camera because there's no other character there, in the scene. Is there something wrong with my with the way I talk? What is it? So that yeah, that's a smelter idea, but it's passing. It's passing. Do I'm you glad you do this in a sauna now. It's nice. Would it be possible? <laughs> Put some more water on the rocks. Be, now that you're a show business heavyweight with your successful uh, television middle program, weight, middleweight, middleweight, please. Do you think we could get Kindler a spinoff where he just uh, talks to the camera, where he just babbles to camera? Yeah, <laughs> he's doing it now. Call him. Call him. He's always doing it. Turn on Twitter. Is that the, what a the, YouTube haul video is? Oh yeah, it's is just Kindler. Just Babbling. Andy Kindler talking into a webcam going, yeah. what am I, the something? Yeah. 
Who am I? The some person from history? What am I? A, 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 an adjective plus a noun of some kind? And then he knows where to get great makeup deals, though. <laughs> yeah, he does. He sure does. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hey everyone, we're the Flop House, one of the newest additions to the Maximum Fun Podcasting Network. I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. And I'm Elliot Kalin. What is the Flop House, you may very well ask? We watch a bad movie and then we talk about it. A bad movie podcast? Isn't that like every fifth podcast on the internet? I'd answer that by saying, one, we've been doing this show for over seven years, long before the entire premise of our show was a cliche, and two, Shut up. Sick burn. I'd say that our show is more of a comedy podcast. A podcast about words that sound like other words. A podcast about me singing long, irritating songs like this one. <laughs> a podcast about pitches for a Ziggy comic book movie. Or discussions about sex tarps. Yeah, I mean, mostly it's a show about three friends just hanging out. And talking about ding-dongs. That's mostly used to. Wait, what? So if you like any of those things, subscribe in iTunes today or visit MaximumFun.org to follow the show. The Flophouse! It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Steel Santa. Mark Marin, guest. Mark. Yes. People love to hear Mark Marin on Jordan, Jesse, go. Yep. Because they get a lighter side of Marin. So true, Jesse. It's I'm, a, very, I'm light. I'm light in my heart. I'm light in my mind. I'm. 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 I, I feel like I could dance. You're a like a helium balloon. Yeah. I'm. I'm floating. I'm floating. Mark, um, stop throwing that taffy to us. Uh, <laughs> stop, handing, gonna, stop handing out you your like, famous homemade taffy. You like cotton candy? What? Do I? What? <laughs> no, I, 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 uh, I'm, I'm, like, I'm pretty open, man. You know, you're I mean, a fun I, guy. You're the kind of fun guy that shows up at our door, knocks on the door, and then next thing you know, someone's playing harmonica in the hall. Turns out it's celebrity comedian Mark Marin. I play harmonica. Just hanging out, playing some... Playing harmonica like you were my dad or something. Uh, this is worse than we had John Popper on. <laughs> Did you have him on? No, I wish we would. He's a little more like... There you go. Uh, here's a fun fact That's about John Popper, John Popper that I've heard from... I've, I've talked to him. Have you? I've had him in my garage. How was he? It was great. I, I got an opportunity to interview Booze Traveler. I'm like, well, do I want to interview Booze Traveler? I'm like, hell yeah. I want to see that guy play harmonica sure. right in my face. How much of Blues Traveler is the original Blues Traveler? There's just the two guys. Okay. The guitar player and the harmonica player. That's all you need. And uh, they were pretty nice guys, but mm-hmm. it was fun. They they, they were very nice. Uh, they were kind of like New York guys. They were. John Popper's got like a classic WTF redemption narrative of some kind, doesn't he? Does he? I think he got into some gun trouble. <laughs> no, that was wow, I would not have expected That's that. Great. But not with me. Yeah. Uh, it was just a Bonnaroo firing <laughs> rock salt at hippies. <laughs> I don't know. You know, sometimes I don't They're know. charging. <laughs> I don't always know what the backstory is, but it was a, it was a nice conversation. I just have the harmonica because I'm fidgety. You know, I quit. Uh, I got off the nicotine. and Completely? Uh, 100%? Yeah. 
Like I was on those lozenges for like ten years, for like a decade. Well, you were. So you've got you the you've got the harmonica for everyday cravings, and then when it gets really bad, you just play the lute. <laughs> yeah, the lute's less portable. Yeah, right. Um, right. Yeah, that's at home. <clears throat> I don't carry the lute around in my pocket. No, yeah. No, I just had the harmonica in the car, and then something said like, "Why don't you bring it?" That would be annoying. Yeah, and uh, and I thought I would do that. Yeah, sure. We appreciate it. <laughs> right? Hey, my, my dad went through a really serious harmonica phase when I was like eight. Yeah. Oh, wow. So is this bringing back weird shit? Yeah. Absolutely. Oh. You know, Mark. maybe maybe that harmonica playing could like highlight some of these stories. Jesse, do you want to talk about this LL Bean gift certificate that you can't use? Yeah, and you know what? I'll just I'll do a little I'll do a little uh, riff like uh like uh here we're going to you're telling a story. But yeah. We're kind of, like, so let's read. Let's but we're kind redo. of moving. We're moving through the south or something. And Brian, you know, we, we can like, like we can cut we can cut out the old version and drop this one in. So just let's go with this LL Bean story again, and I, use this as a stylistic guidepost. I bought some slippers for my wife for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I bought the wrong style. By the time I returned the slippers, they were out of the style that I had desired. I tried to get cash, but I ended up somehow, I don't understand how, (laughs) with a $74 gift card to LLB. And I've already got duck boots. <laughs> That's my little addition to it. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Pitbull. <laughs> so, Who had DJ gr- Clue in here? <laughs> Great story. Great story. I have a rap air horn on my phone. I think it really added to it, the uh, harmonica. I think it did, too. It made it more, like, you that, know, authentic, down-home. L.L. Bean story. L.L. Bean, yeah. yeah, it, yeah. it was definitely down-home Maine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm sweating now. Yeah, it's okay. What? So, what do you guys generally talk about? When does the show start? Um, in about forty-five minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then we we're just, really gonna get into it. We're really gonna dig in. But yeah. this is just kind of to warm us up. Yeah, so, I mean, like, well, f- foreign policy is a big thing we talk about. Have you ever read sure. The Economist? Sure, I, I'm reading it now. So, like, basically, <laughs> this show yeah, is pay attention, Mark. <laughs> like an audio version of The Economist. That's what so I thought. We'll That's be talking why. about the Sultan of Brunei. That's what I pre- that's what I prep for. Okay, great. I'm up I'm up to speed on the Cuba thing. Apparently everything's okay. Gross domestic product. <laughs> sure, it's, it's uh, things are okay right now yeah. today. Yes, mm-hmm. as of yesterday things were better. That's true. In general. Sure. Today I don't know. <laughs> you got it. Jordan, um you know, I've got a you, I've got a I've got a story. Uh Jesse, you mentioned close. Should I be preparing a story? Uh yeah, you just mentally I mean Am listen, I next? Listen, yeah, you're Try next. It. Okay. It should be really just, good too. Mark, what? the the key here is I'm sorry, man, I don't know how to do this. Whatever Jordan is saying, yeah. just make sure to tune out. Yeah. Don't listen to what Jordan <laughs> says. Oh, that's or so that's, contribute or help in any way I was, while Jordan uh, is telling us. I, I was tuning you out. Know, the, involves, I, was, I was tuning out the wrong guy. It involves clothes shopping, which you mentioned, and uh, mm-hmm. earlier you mentioned uh Celebrity Jew, Andy Kidler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This also involves mm-hmm. the Jews. Mm-hmm. Oh, fantastic. Uh, I went to my first Jewish wedding not too long ago. Oh, that's uh, Last fun. weekend, in it's fact. exciting. Yeah, yeah. It was in Baltimore. Were you shocked by the uh, chair thing? The ch- you know, here's the thing about the chair thing. Yeah. That shit got me so fucking pumped. 
Yeah, it really gets even, me nervous. I was, I loved, I, I was expecting Hava Nagila to be charming, right? Or and you know, I don't love dancing at weddings. I always get a little bit. Self- I don't love it. I don't love it. Right. But Hava Nagila got me so goddamn. Did you do pumped. the circle? Did you do the horror? I didn't know the dance, but I kind of stood near the Not, circle and you know moved. Very a, easy. Yeah. No yeah. one knows it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, really? So. Those it's just Jews you go just one way, it? the other way, and then you go around. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I could probably do that. The again. chair is up. The bride is up, yeah. looking nervous. Mm-hmm. The groom is up, yeah. looking nervous. Is a popular joke to do to, like, the groom, to where all the guys, like, pretend like they can't lift it because he's too fat? Was he too fat? Uh, No, I, I don't think so, but I think that that's a pop- that could be a popular joke, like, best man loses the ring. Uh-huh. Just like a, like a so funny go-to. So you're suggesting go-to. a popular joke for a Jewish wedding. Yeah. In the future. Mm-hmm. There's any... Jewish weddings. Here's what, a funny gag. What's your story? I swear to God, Jordan, you were in you were in my wedding. Uh-huh. If my brother had pretended to fucking lose the ring, he's out of the family. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. It's from a, a wedding, I, I can honestly say that from a guy who's been married and divorced twice, those rings lose their meaning. Uh-huh. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, fair. don't hang so much Might on the Might as well just ring. leave it in the hotel. Yeah. The, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, I think part of the thing was I got a couple a, extra rings if you need They had one. a live band that was playing like soul and R&B music. Oh, This classy. band, they put a little stank onto Hava Nagila. Oh, oh, yeah. Really? There was like a sax solo in the middle. Did they even have a clarinet? <laughs> they did not. It seems it was, like a clarinet is central. It was all saxophone based. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, maybe that was why it was a little more... A little more juicy, a little a little funkier, a little nastier. Can I ask who the saxophone player is, and can I ask if it was <laughs> Clarence <former> Clemens? <laughs> it was the ghost of Clarence Clemens? I was just going to ask if it was Bill Clinton. Oh, I wish it was Bill Clinton. That'd be great. Do you, are, Man, you, what do if you Bill run Clinton... in that circle? Uh, like former presidents? Yeah. Just uh, Kennebunkport in general? Yeah. I mean, I like to hang out at Camp David. You Where'd you go to this wedding? Um, Baltimore. It's got nothing to do with Kennebunkport. That's one of the cities closest to Washington, D.C. That's not Washington, D.C. Kennebunkport is the Bush area. Oh, they go Oh, they go to the they they go to the vineyard. The Clintons go to the vineyard. That makes sense. Cape Cod or something. Right. That sounds right. Yeah. Kennebunkport, that's where the, the that's Bush the compound Bush, is. That's the Bush But compound. I did stop by the Bush compound and uh, played a little game of Marco Polo with Dick Cheney. Oh, <laughs> cool. Then he sat on my shoulders and we did a chicken fight. Oh, that's fun. Against uh, Dan Quayle. You're so close. Oh, Dan Quayle. Dan that's... Quayle was there. Who's, whose shoulder was, who was Dan Quayle on? <laughs> the elder George Bush? <laughs> he had, uh, Ariana Huffington, oddly Ariana enough. Ariana Huffington, interesting. Were you able to ask him about torture? Uh, I mean, I didn't think it was the right venue. In we were all pool? just like having fun, grilling brats. Yeah, uh-huh. well... But there, w- there was a brief round of tickle torture. There was a little tickle torture, and then oh, you know, we did play "Never Have I Ever," <laughs> and I said "Torture," and he put a finger down. So <laughs> I said "Authorized Torture." That always yeah. happens when people have a couple of drinks. You want to sure. play a truth or dare? Never have I ever. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so yeah, but the thing that was stressful about this wedding, Hava Nagila was great. Yeah. All the Jewish stuff, terrific. Uh, the airline lost my luggage. I have I had never had my luggage lost before. First time. Uh, so I was, I was there about to go to a wedding in just jeans and a hoodie. That was wow. all that I had with me. You didn't, you didn't want to stop by the Joss A Bank. <laughs> there was okay. So here's what happened. I was staying at an Airbnb. Get yourself a forty nine dollars suit. I was start at the Airbnb, and this nice Earth Mother type was there to like let me into the Airbnb. Uh, you know, a real, a real gray ponytail. Sure. Dream catcher enthusiast. I stayed with one of those in Austin, Texas once. Yeah. It was great. She, yeah, totally great. That's exactly tacos. that's exactly who you want yeah. running your Airbnb. Yeah. And I said, like, hey, I you know, I I uh 
Uh, so I'm, I'm there the night before, and the wedding's in the afternoon the next day. The one danger is excessive incense, but continue. Yeah, yeah, that's a concern. A or, concern. or just excessive sort of hovering. Yeah. Yeah. Or having to fight for bed space uh, with a golden retriever who's wearing a, uh, yeah. a neckerchief. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wait a minute. Did you stay in an Airbnb at our college radio station? <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah, I was in the woods in Santa Cruz. Slept on a pile of carob. Um, so that's in the evening. Wednesday's the next day. I said to the um, I said to to this Earth Mother type, I'm like, hey, you know, I I actually, you know, I'm a little bit stressed out. The uh, airline lost my luggage, and I don't have any clothes for the wedding tomorrow. I'm like, do you know if there's a you know any department stores or a mall anywhere around here? She's like, oh boy, um, no, I don't think so. Oh, you know what? There is a men's warehouse. <laughs> so. Uh, that was presented as my option. I did find out later uh, there was a uh, there was a J Crew. I had enough time to go to the J Crew. Did you not have your phone? Deal. I did have my phone. Yeah. It was it not working? It was working. Okay. That's how I found out about the J Crew. This woman just after didn't the know. fact. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Not ideal. Not an ideal situation. Didn't think to go the phone first instead of the hippie lady. I thought she would know. Maybe she would know some cool spots to buy men's clothing. Yeah. Off the grid type of place. Yeah, some like cool artisanal, like just some local. You wanted guys. artisanal fabric. You wanted a hemp suit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can I hip you to something? Sure. There's an app that's short for application mm-hmm. that you can use on your telephone called. Wait on the phone. Mm-hmm. Right okay. there on your phone. All right. Uh, it's it's called Movie Phone. <laughs> uh-huh. Interesting. <laughs> you know? Where you call a deep voiced man. It's called Yelp, mm-hmm. and you can type in. New suit for wedding. I did do and that. That's what right I what happened. Stars. I'm sorry I told the funny story about the lady because I thought it was funny. When I know did, Yelp exists. When, I just you, thought that'd be a funny anecdote that would add a little color. Jordan, what did you end up getting? Number one, you were fucking on CitySearch.com. I know that for a fact. <laughs> yeah, I'm very popular. I have a lot of followers on my City Search profile. What did you end up getting? Uh, I got a uh, I got kind of a like a wool blazer, mm-hmm. uh, some chinos. Mm-hmm. A uh, blue shirt and a kind of a polka dot tie. So you pulled it off. Pulled it off. No problem. Here's what people are telling me. Did, Sounds did, like an outfit that was perfect for Kenneth Bunkport. I, you know, it was kind of perfect Sounds for Kenneth like Bunkport. An it is, was... Yeah, it was a real like crew team asshole yeah. <laughs> thing to get. Well, when in doubt, go preppy, <laughs> right? I tell is you, that what you I did? Just got, Basic. Yeah, yeah. I, I just got a book in the mail, uh, this beautiful book for put this on to review called uh, Boating Blazers. Mm-hmm. And it's people in their boating blazers with crests and stuff. And I have, I have to tell you, I think that the, like, boating blazers with crests and shit are really cool. But looking at this book just made me realize how much I want to punch literally every sure. person in the world who owns a boating blazer <laughs> with a crest on it. As it, There's, like, Not a lot of cool, down-to-earth dudes. 200 pages of assholes. <laughs> Is that what the subheading of the book is? Yeah, just 200 pages of assholes. (laughs) 200 pages of men who have been made to suck dick in the basement of Yale. So, um, speaking of Dick Cheney, so you hit up, so you hit up the J Crew. I hit up J Crew. I don't know if you guys have jokes about that. That was the wrong decision. It seemed like the the place to go. It seemed like the best one-stop shop. You know what? You're in a fucking random place. Sure. There's no suit supply available to you. Maybe you want to spend a little less money than you'd spend at mm-hmm. the Brooks Brothers. Mm-hmm. I need they to buy a suit. your best bet. I need to buy a suit. Do you not have a suit? I have suits, but they're old. I think I got them on a, a shoot I did. Like, I have not right. bought a suit like a grown man in over a decade. 
Wow. I had these suits that I got on a TV show I did, like, uh, 19... Was it the Steve Harvey show? Because those probably aren't the right suits for you. No, no, they are, and that is the show I did, yeah. Uh, <laughs> are they orange? I got a few hats. Wait a minute, hold I got on. a few hats. Hold on. What? Next misremembering, it was Moesha. <laughs> yep, that was it, too. That's right. You were no, Moesha's I, I, chemistry teacher, I right? I need to buy a suit, man. Yeah, we'll go. We'll buy a suit. I'm of the opinion that. What do you every, like, man? You're the clothes guy. If you want, I mean, if you're if you're looking for something, uh, the I think the best combination of price and quality is suit supply. But wait, what brand? Like Hugo Boss? You like Hugo Boss? I like Suit Supply. That's the name of the brand. Yeah, it's a store. They sell their own brand of suits. Uh, there's one. There's one in New York. There's one in San Francisco. There's one opening in L.A. I think there's one in D.C. I think there might be one in Chicago. You don't like Hugo Boss? Hugo Boss is a little overpriced. Oh. Not you like a, Armani? Not a huge, not a huge Armani. You like Donna guy. Karen? Do you, or is a game here that you're just going to say? <laughs> Designers. You like Ralph Lauren? Uh, I do like Ralph Lauren. Of course you do. Yeah. You like the, the Do you like that store on, on uh, Melrose? Is it still there? The double R. Yeah, store? you like that store? I know that you have some comedy you'd like to perform no, about that do store. Not. <laughs> I, I went in there not knowing what it was, and I and I saw like I was like, "Wow, this stuff's really beautiful." It's only nine thousand dollars for this jacket. It really is nine thousand dollars. Really is nine thousand dollars. Nine thousand dollars. Yeah, it's nice though. I can't. Why would you own any a piece of clothing? That costs that much money. Well, you have. Like, what if you end up uh, getting uh, salad dressing on it? It's mis- over. You're Mister. <laughs> you won't believe my Imogen and Willie jeans, aren't you? No, those. Th- I didn't find those that really lasted as long. Mark well eating as I a lot of sloppy salads. No, I just uh, I eat quickly. Yeah, and I sometimes cook in my suits. Okay. Yeah, I like to cook. Like if I'm <laughs> if I'm seasoning a pan, sure. I'm going to be wearing a Hugo Boss. <laughs> Throw on the Hugo Boss. <laughs> no, these I got these from a guy here in town. Um, Schaefer's Garment Hotel. This guy, these pants, the ones I'm really wearing now, the salvage I'm wearing now, are made here in Hollywood by this dude. Uh, what's his first name? Is it Rob? Is it? Um, it's Schaefer's Garment Hotel. It's down. It's right across from like Nerd Melt. It's right there on Sunset. He's got like four or five, maybe six uh, pants that he makes there out of denims. He does carry some hats. He does uh, a lot of jean repair. Like he had to replace a pocket on one of the, on the M and G and Willie's. That the one pair that I liked, the pocket where my wallet was went out. But that he's got one of those machines, yeah. those like weird stitching. I know machines. what you're talking about. And he'll fix it, man. So then I went over there to get that fixed, and he turned me on to his uh, his pants that oh, he makes good. fresh in Hollywood. I've, so I bought them from him. Suit Supply is affordable. I tell you, this is uh, put this on. Suit Supply is like, I mean, obviously affordable is relative, but I can't. I don't usually recommend. There isn't anything recommendable that's cheaper than this, honestly. But they're super, super surprise around five hundred bucks. Mm. Um, I usually tell people if they want to get something for less than five hundred bucks, buy something secondhand. Um, I just don't know when I'm going to wear it, but you kind of need one, like the well, other. Because like, like, somebody you know is going to die, or somebody isn't going to get married. And well, I was thinking maybe a premiere of some kind. I was invited to a party, and I, I was like, I can't go to that party wearing nothing. Like yeah. I, I should have a. <laughs> you certainly I should can't have, go should, nude to a Hollywood party. I would rather. Okay. I mean, I have I have sports coats and stuff, <clears throat> and I have uh, you know I have clothes that I wear comfortably. I wear the same, give or take, the same yeah. thing most of the time. But some, you should have a nice suit. Yeah, some I people think. have told me that I should call Southwest, that's who lost my bags, and tell them they need to pay for the suit. I'll tell Does you a story work? about that. I would love to hear a story. Can about I share that. a quick story about that? Recently, someone emailed me on. Hold on uh, a okay, let's hold. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm gonna get this ready. 
So, Jesse, uh, I was wondering, have you heard any stories about whether or not airlines have to pay for expenses caused because of lost luggage? I do have a story on that subject, Jordan. Well, I'll just sit here on the porch, sip this moonshine, and I'll hear your delightful yarn. A guy emailed me and put this on. Mm -hmm. He said he got stranded in what Venice? In Venice, Italy, Mm -hmm. without his luggage. British Airways lost his luggage. He went to a store because he had to present the next morning at this huge conference in front of 5,000 people. And uh, he went to this store just as it was closing. He went in. The man helped him find some clothes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It was more money than he would ordinarily have spent. But he needed it, and he liked the man. He liked the store. He liked the clothes. Then his credit card got turned down, and the wait on the credit card was 45 minutes, and the man was trying to go home. So the guy said, come back first thing in the morning. We'll sort it out. I'll save this stuff for you. I'll open early so you can buy it before you go to the thing because I have to go home right now. So he's like, okay, he does that. He goes, he buys the things, he presents, he does well, et cetera, et cetera. British Airways sends him a thing. You can claim your necessary expenses based on the baggage being late. He claimed it was like 1200 bucks for the pants and coat that he bought, uh, and British Airways paid. World star. It was great. I'm going to do that. From now on, everything that happens on this on this show, just someone in the background is going, world star, <laughs> world star. Um, okay, so I should I should fuck with Southwest and try to get them to hey, give you, me 500 bucks if, for my J. If you've got stuff. any juice in any way, take advantage of it and, and get free stuff. Yeah. Mark, I, but want... I think that's justice, what's sure. happened there. I tweeted uh, to Black & Decker that one of their uh, hand vacuum cleaners is not functioning properly. <laughs> and they they immediately sent me another one, and I'm not sure that the first one was broken. So now I have two. Okay. So I, I'll tell you, I— I decided uh, it was making the wrong noise, but my, I think it's the noise it's supposed to make. My yeah. good friend— Was it, like, too soft? No, it was like— And I'm like, that sounds like it's screaming. What noise do you want it to be making? <laughs> so it was going— and you want it to be going. Okay. Mark, can you make the noise and play the harmonic at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, wrong side. <laughs> World so, Mark, when you, are, when you feel yes, you've been wronged by a company, you yes. use Twitter to complain. I used to do it more, uh, but like uh, you know, it actually pisses um, people that don't have the leverage off mm. to see you do that. Sure. So unless there's something for the working people in your fight, I'd be wary of being quick to uh, to strut around with your power of following. Sure. Or pretty soon, instead of having the number one podcast in the world, some asshole at This American Life is going to start a new podcast. Oh, the number boy. two podcast in the world. No, I already have the number. I don't have number one. I haven't been in that. I'm the. I, I'm uh, on the comedy charts. I do well on the big charts. I'm usually in the in the second ten. I, you know, what? It, what? It's good for all of us, Jesse. I agree. Mmm. Mm. Look at that guy over there. I agree. Yeah. Oh, it's stuck right in his throat. That I. <laughs> I, it's stuck I think right. it's good for all of us. Congratulations, Sarah <laughs> Keening. He said through gritted teeth. I did not grit my. I'm not, no, I did not. You did it. We all. I've been listening to it. Yeah. And uh, like people seem to like it. I sure. wish it the best. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. I other um, than like everyone's all of a sudden like, wow, podcasting. <laughs> I, I think uh, where's this been? 
I, I exactly. AT&T uh, charged me $70 a month for a year after I moved out of my old house and uh, called them. to cancel the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I called. They said they were going to give me the money back. I never got a check. I called again. They said that I had never called them. Uh, then they said they couldn't give it to me. Then I called again. They said they could give me three months. That was their policy. I said, fuck you. How about you give me $850 that you stole from me? Whoa. Uh, Did you use, were, is this the strong language that you used on the phone with them? No. I was insistent <clears throat> but polite. Mm-hmm. Uh, and finally, I went on Twitter. I wrote, why did at ATT steal $850 from me? And I wrote a second tweet about what happened. Mm-hmm. They said, please DM us your phone number. I DM them my phone number. They said, we're so sorry. Uh, where do we send the check? Wow. Yeah, I've done uh I've gotten good results with uh Time Warner Cable. Okay. But that was a full court press on Twitter. That went on a couple weeks. The the internet going in and out, me getting angry, many calls to many sure. tears. Then I took it to Twitter and then I started talking about this it on my podcast. This is a multi-tier assault. I went it, I went phone, I went Twitter, I went podcast and they came and they split that node mm. outside of wherever mm. I am within a week or two of me and I like to take credit for me basically leading an uprising. Yeah. Wow. Against Time a Warner. People's Revolution. The a people people's of Revolution. Park. Wow. Well, people become complacent. <laughs> they be, they become apathetic, Jordan. Jesse. No, sorry. People, I'm thinking of something else. People listeners can't see the clarity in Mark's eyes. Yeah. People get complacent when you mm-hmm. say, mm-hmm. I can't get into right. that. People go, like, That's just the way it is. It should be. Wrong. Exactly, Jordan. It should not be. Thank you. And I took it to the streets of Twitter. Because the capitalist controls the means of production. (laughs) It is our uh, right to seize the bang bus. I got got some good results. I used to watch the bang uh, bus, Mark. No. Okay. American Airlines I've gone after a couple times. Okay. Delta I went after a couple times. You don't have a a signature airline? I was early on in the – I was one of the first, I think, to really communicate – with the uh, the social networking person on mm-hmm. Twitter at Mark, American Airlines, what and it was kind, a big deal. When yeah, he, when he started talking. I mean, I mean, I mean, my kids are learning about it in history class. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mark, finally. you're a stand-up comedian that doesn't have a signature uh, what do you mean a airline. Signature airline. Well, like one where you have so many points that you yeah, get to, I got American. You get a American. you get a back rub in the president's lounge. American, and American, American Airlines. American Airlines. Is God my, bless the USA. Am I right? I like them. You know, everyone's got their thing. You know, it's yeah. like it's like cell phone. It's like uh, you know, people complain about whatever coverage they have, and they think they or they think theirs is the best. But I like American. Can't stand Delta. Really, you're anti-Delta. Don't I'm like anti-Delta. that Atlanta hub. I don't like anything to do with Delta. I once went on a plane that couldn't take off because someone wouldn't sit down because the cleaning crew had not sufficiently cleaned up the vomit from the seat from the passenger before. I have a hard time with Delta. Here's my beef with, with Delta. The vomit's bad. The vomit's fine. I'm fine My beef is with gamma. I like it. it when was the last time you vomited? Like, really let it go. Oh, really. wow. It's been a while. Right? Yeah, it has been a while. I, isn't I that a great have feeling? A, yeah, yeah. It's Can a great, I yeah. recommend migraine headaches? <laughs> That's a fun way to vomit. Do you have, yeah. uh, do you have migraine headaches? I do, yeah. And a beard? And a beard. Wow. Both. That's so, tremendous. Yeah, I should, I should honestly just be living off disability. <laughs> So you vomit frequently? No, my migraines are not frequent vomit uh, migraines, but uh, period. I'd say once a year I vomit from a migraine. I've not vomited since I drank. I bet. Really? That's over fifteen years ago, and I'm not. You've never you no know, stomach flus? No, knock on 
Oh, no, there's no wood! <laughs> Seems like there should be some wood in here. Yeah. Can we just get a log for the middle? <laughs> it's sort just a knock-on. Yeah. This is a problem. Yeah, I mean, we've got a knock-on something for, for our superstitious guests, and if we ever have the Mighty Mighty Bostones in here, which we've what been trying it, to do. What, is, what do you get out of uh, having uh, star points from the airplane? No, you get if you can keep if you have a good year of flying, you get platinum like or executive platinum standing as a frequent flyer. So that means that you can get on the plane first. That means that you you're more likely to get an upgrade if you put in for one a free upgrade. How do you put um, in for an upgrade? You just say upgrade requested. It's it's not free actually. You'll get free upgrades if you fly a lot. Occasionally they'll throw you one, but if you want to upgrade. It's very hard just to upgrade unless you've got platinum or executive platinum. So you put in for an upgrade, and then you get to the airport, and you go, what are my chances? And they go, like, well, three people have checked in, but there's one seat left. And you go, oh, that's great. You think I can get it? No, there's an executive platinum ahead of you. Mm. And then you so go, you just that like, sounds fine. stressful. It sounds like a straight-up platinum. I have standard platinum, and I, might, I don't know how long I'm going to keep that. I don't mm. even have gold. I have I do, That's the status. only reason. I'll tell you honestly, the only reason I recommitted – was just to get on the fucking plane first. I I I, I usually got to get out of that big comfortable terminal chair and into that tiny airplane. I just chair. carry on, and I don't want to be stuck having to check. That's like that my was primary what that was concern. what fucked me is my all my shit was in a carry on. Yeah, and they I was just you know in boarding group C Southwest, and uh, yeah they had to check it at the terminal. Yeah, Wait, see, your that shit is got it. gate checked. Yeah, when they lost it. Yeah, how the fuck did they pull that off? I don't that know. Means they lost it in the twelve feet. I know. Yeah, the right. Front door of the airplane. Oh no, I mean I had bed? a uh, I had a layover. So I'm guessing that's where things went wrong. Uh, where do you like if you picture it? Where do you think your clothes are now? Uh, oh no, you know, so when I I came back to my Airbnb, just drunk off hotel open bar, and it was waiting for me. Oh, oh that's so that's nice. really should so, be the yeah, end of that it came story. Back, yeah. If you tell it again, yeah. you might want to throw that at the end of the story. Okay, because that's really the end of the story. Well, we, and we had to right. kind of pull it out of you. Mark, that's true. What? I don't mean to be presumptuous, but to really end the story, it needs a little certain extra something. <laughs> well, then what? What the? No, lady... your goddamn harmonica! harmonica come Mark. on, I'm going to oh. spin this yarn. <laughs> so I went to the wedding. Looking great in my $500 worth of J. Crew pickups. Off the rack. Fit pretty good. And God damn it, I danced to Hava Nagila. I high-fived some old ladies. <laughs> and then I headed back to my Airbnb, drunk off, open bar, vodka clubs. And what was waiting for me? But my little lady, black rolly bag. <laughs> and what did the hippie I, lady say? Keep fucking me. <laughs> oh. I was fucking the hippie lady, too. We'll Were be you? back with more in no, just a I second. Wish. La, 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 la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Steel Santa. Mark Marin, guest. Hey, guess what? Jordan, Jesse Go is going to be live in your neighborhood. If your neighborhood is either Los Angeles or San Francisco. Where, where else are people going to live? Portland? Yeah. yeah. Boise? Dubuque? Probably Austin, there's... man. Yeah. Austin. Keep it weird, buddy. Raleigh. Keep it weird. Raleigh-Durham. <laughs> the Research Triangle. Uh, two live shows coming up. Uh, Jordan, Jesse Go, and Bunker Buddies uh, with Andy and Travis at UCB Franklin 
Tuesday, January 6th, 11 p.m. Five bucks. Five, that's what a bargain. This is going to be like a little, it's going to be like a fast, cool show. It's only an hour long total. We're doing it with Bunker Buddies, the brand newest show in the Max Fun family. Travis and Andy are both very delightful. Of course, Travis McElroy from My Brother mm-hmm. and My Brother and Me. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a blast. We'll have a cele- super special celebrity guest on there, I'm sure. Who? Yeah. I don't know. Probably just Chris Fairbanks. <laughs> yeah. How's he I doing? Mean, you know, he's doing all right. Good. Yeah, it seems like he's doing pretty good. Doing the road a lot. Good. Uh, and if you live in San Francisco, SF Sketchfest, Jordan, Jesse Go, and my brother, my brother and me. Uh, that's at Cobb's Comedy Club, Saturday, February 7th, 1 p.m. Ooh, I, I need to tag on to that. I canceled my shows at Sketchfest, so I'm not going to Just use there. that. So use Marin that money, money yeah. to come see us yeah. and Mabim Bam. Yep. Yeah. I'll be there. I'll also be there doing uh, Judge John Hodgman. So make a weekend of it, Yeah. Folks. Come on. Come out to Sketchfest. Get your act together. I may be on an industry panel. January 6th, 11 p.m. your personal brand. UCB. Really? Yeah, it'll tell the SF story of how- February 7th. Moderately successful I am. How, how, how I, Jesse Thorne, made it to the fourth tier of show business. <laughs> right there with you, buddy. No, you're second tier. We already established that. Oh, you're fourth? Okay. Yeah, I'm all the way down on the fourth tier. We got something up on the Jumbotron, too, this week. We do. The Standarddeviation.net. The Standard Deviation is a startup website dedicated to exploring content outside and inside the broad middle of popular culture. Our hope is to highlight media where you can serve to change your perspective, maybe even your life, as well as looking at the swath of media which represents the worst of us and serves to dissuade us from change. We review, opine, speculate, and hope to both challenge and entertain. Do you the standarddeviation.net. Do you think there's words on standarddeviation.net that have meaning? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you want to get up on the Jumbotron, MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. If you want to sponsor Jordan, Jesse, go. Uh, email Teresa at MaximumFun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, go. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Steel Santa. Mark Marin, the host of WTF and also the host of, uh, no, star. also the star of Marin and IFC. And creator. Creator and star, Marin IFC. Congratulations on the success of Marin on IFC, by the way, Mark. Thank you. I'm the creator and star of that show. If if anyone hasn't seen Marin on IFC, it's a really funny program. It's a little bit like... Uh, no. What if uh, no. What if Larry they... Sanders was about Mark instead of being about a television <laughs> show? Okay. Right? That's a nice comparison. Right? Yeah, I like What comparison were you dreading? I don't care. You okay. can compare it to whatever you want. Just as long as it's it's not like it's like a something it's like a a different kind of this show. It's or like, it's like a yeah. it's like a, a a slightly different this show. Like I don't like, you know, those like some guy Imagine, I tweeted yeah. a picture of Buddy Rich this morning. <laughs> That's like a fun tweet. An album cover. Okay. Cuz I was listening to Buddy Rich this morning. Sure. I tweeted the uh the picture of the uh album Monster. Mhm. And some guy goes, that looks like a fat Dana, a fat, what is it, a fat Elliot Gould or something. And I'm like, what's the point in that tweet? It looks like Buddy Rich, you idiot. <laughs> I don't know why, you know, why Why do people think that's clever? Uh, I, 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 I tweeted a picture of an old George Jones record. That, that looks like to, uh, Jim Carrey. I'm like, no, it doesn't. It looks like George Jones. Why? How is that clever? Why do fucking people do these, like, n- like just completely useless uh, witless 
tweets. It's the fun side of Mark Marin here <laughs> on Jordan Jesse Go. Um, I also like George Jones. Sure. Love George Jones. He does have kind of a funny sort of red nosed face. Well, those old ones when he had that when, <laughs> when he had the crew cut. I mean, he yeah. was a whole different looking dude. But like, he had great voice. I love his voice. I've been listening to so many records, man. Like, I'm so full into the vinyl thing. It's like people are sending me records constantly, and I'm hopelessly hooked. I have like thousands now, well, thousands of the fucking last time, records. The last time I was over at your house was at least like a year ago, and. You had records like lining all your walls, like not on shelves, just right. like I got shelves. You got shelves. Okay, yeah. good. Got shelves. That's now. a good step. Now they're just lining my walls in shelves. I actually had a nice music listening experience recently that I'd like to share. What's that? Uh, Jesse, you were nice enough that for Christmas to get me the new D'Angelo album. I was, yeah. That's true. How also, is it? Is it good? That's great. It's terrific. Yeah, D'Angelo is the best. Yeah, it's it's super fun. Um, Do you know this, this girl, FKA Twig? Yeah. I like her. Yeah, it's good. I like that FKA twig. What is that? What do you call it? Oh, I don't you know, know what that is. People call it sometimes. People call it something like future soul or like oh yeah, you know uh, neo R and B. I just got it in the mail from a guy, and I like the cover. And I kind of did a little research into her. I listen to everything people send me. Some of it's not good, Have but that one I couldn't... blood orange. You might like blood orange if you like FKA twigs. I think I did get Blood Orange. Blood Orange is something you might like. Sorry, I also got for Christmas a wireless speaker that I can use in the shower. Oh. Listen to D'Angelo in the shower. What Felt about that guy sexy, who's, whose nasty. last name is Blunt? <laughs> Sorry, continue. The guy whose last name is Blunt, I think, or something. Roy Blunt Jr., yeah. No, not, He's no. a great panelist yeah, on, on Wait, 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 Don't, don't Tell Me. Not sure. Roy Blunt Jr. <laughs> yeah, Roy Blunt Jr. from no. Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. No. Uh, you've got to hear, you hear, hear Paula Poundstone's soul album. That is some <laughs> fucking, is, those are well, some fuck jams. Those are some about, hot What's great about Poundstone's album, I think, is that it's, it's not she so puts much some a, stank on it. She does put some stank on it. A, <laughs> There's a lot of stank on Poundstone's album. It's not just a throwback. I think it's also a look forward. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where will we be in 20 right. years as a, as a soul culture? Sure. So will how? Where will soul brothers and sisters? Will we be like Paula Poundstone? Will we be, be robots coming to life? Yeah. That's what Paula Poundstone sure. dares to ask. I'd like to get the. Should I get the new Nicki Minaj album? You know, any Nicki Minaj album is going to – it's it's hard for me to recommend getting a Nicki Minaj album. Your best bet is probably just to watch Nicki Minaj videos on YouTube. I really like Nicki Minaj. It's just that she's, really not an, she's not an album-oriented artist. I, I, just, I ask you this because I know you're the hip-hop guy. I really like Nicki Minaj. I think Nicki Minaj is awesome. I don't know much about hip hop. I'm, I'm always I'm I'm behind. That's where I. That's my uh, my blind side. There's gonna my be blind spot on a Nicki Minaj album. You're gonna have like uh, five like great rap songs, two great pop songs, and seven horrible pop songs. Mm. So that's the problem with buying a Nicki Minaj album. Got I want to get her. She has a calendar, a 2015 calendar that I want to get so I can look at her butt. <laughs> oh sure. Is it just her butt? Uh, it's probably no. She's probably like a variety of poses. I'm sure all of her is in it. Yeah. But oh man, you know what I you know what I recommend. I'm particularly with to, interested in her butt. What I recommend with regard. I don't to mean Nicki to Minaj. I don't mean to degrade her. She's a terrific artist and a real talent. But dad ass though. Anyway. <laughs> sure. Sure. I uh, I really recommend watching this video you can find on YouTube of Nicki Minaj on like. Uh, there's these kind of like rap DVDs. These like homemade rap DVDs. <laughs> It, in like <laughs> the late 90s, early 2000s mm-hmm. called Smack DVDs. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if it was literally a smack DVD, but it was something like that. Uh, but it's just like her dressed like a 16-year-old from New York as a 16-year-old from New York, just fucking tearing the roof off, just rapping about the just gutterest, gulliest shit. Mm. Like no pink makeup, no no giant pair piece, no crazy outfit, just fucking rapping her ass off as a teenager. It's so great. Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj is a very talented woman. I'm excited about that. Okay. When something momentous happens to you, like you discover a great video of Nicki Minaj rapping as a teenager, we ask you to call us at 206-984-4FUN for our segment, Momentous <clears throat> Occasions. And we've got a couple calls on the hook here. Let's take a listen to the first one. Hi, this is Lee, and I'm calling my momentous occasion. I just left the gym, and for the first time in my life, I saw a man blow-drying his body hair. Yeah. That's fun. Give it a little volume. Well, you want it to, you know, you want it to be nice. Yeah. You know, because he might be on his way someplace. He could be going off to film some 70s porn. I, I, it's just nice when people have body hair now. I think it's coming back. I did, just, do you know anything about that uh, guy in the cutting edge of fashion? Is, is hair back? Yeah, sure. Good. I was tired of all this shaving business. My uh, uh, Twitter account. You know what I'm talking about, right? I'm, Mark, I've started shaving my balls this year, and I can't stop. But I'm you, addicted to it. Have you? I love shaving my balls. Do you? Yeah, I do. I genuinely do. It's do a lot you, of fun. Do you do it with a ball shaver? And I think it looks great. I have razor. a special razor, yeah. With that one for men, ju- the men's Gillette razor? Gillette Body. Yeah. Gillette Body. They sent it but, to me via clout. But you're a hairy guy? Uh, in the in the uh, pubic region, yeah. I have a, I have a, a hearty pubic bush. Uh-huh. Very hairy <laughs> balls, Mark. <laughs> I don't, and I don't have that them. problem. Yeah. Good for you. Congratulations. Yeah. Do you yeah. feel do you feel more free? But now that I, now I'm a little worried it's out of fashion. <laughs> I want to have a fashionable wang. Yeah. No, it's all everyone's going back to the authentic. No. Yeah, going back to just kind of let it go, man. Yeah, like an artisanal. Yeah, artisanal balls. Hey guys. Yeah. Do you think you could add some pickled beets down there? <laughs> yeah. You know, I can't fuck a mason jar too. <laughs> okay, good. Thank God. You guys want to see some reclaimed wood? (laughs) Wait, keep clapping, keep clapping. I have an app to open up. Reclaimed wood? Shit, what happened? What happened to your app? What's wrong with your app? My app broke. Just imagine the rap air horn came in. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I, I got the free version, so maybe I only have a limited amount of pushes. Just imagine when, blah, 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 blah. Anyway. <laughs> um, hey, Jordan. What? Remember that time when Van from Alabama called in? Yeah. God, how come Van hasn't called in again? Come on, Van. Call more. He's this, this charming Alabama. I'm going to go out on a limb and say stoner. Yeah. Called us to talk about how happy he was <laughs> to move to Park City. Something. Utah? Yeah. Aspen. Aspen, Aspen Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. How are things in Aspen, Van? Send us an audio postcard. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, if ever a situation is called for an audio postcard, it's this. Hmm. Not Morning Edition. Sorry, Morning Edition. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear your audio postcard from the Sochi Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> but an audio postcard from Van in Aspen? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Please do. Thank you very much. Next call. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. My name is David. I'm calling from Chicago with a moment of shame. I just left a fifth through eighth grade talent show where I was supposed to be the yearbook photographer. And while jumping from a riser five minutes into the program, 
I split my pants 24 inches from the knee straight up into the belt, straight down my crotch. Uh, luckily, I was wearing a hoodie. I snuck out, found uh, an empty classroom in the school where I could change, sent out a friend of mine to my car, got a gym bag, and uh, took all the pictures wearing a pair of gym shorts. So I feel like a real jabroni. Luckily, the police who were there did not see me. And, um, yeah, here's to getting away with indecent, not exposure. Thanks. I would love it if he had created breakaway pants. Yeah. So that he could expose himself <laughs> middle to, school to a middle school show. talent show. Yeah, he's just lucky he wasn't in eighth grade. That would have yeah. ruined him. That would have been a disaster for life. Oh, yeah. man. We'd never recover from that. Oh, never. Uh-uh. A kid in my middle Scarred. school. Scarred. It would not get better. Nope. In sixth grade, we did something called, we were studying the ancient Greeks, and we did something called the Greek Festival. Mm. I was the MC and host. Mm-hmm. I did some uh, Greek jokes that the uh, Greek that the Greek history teacher wrote. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name was Carla. Yeah. Um, do you know? Do you remember I don't any? Remember of them? any of the jokes? One of them was about uh, how geez, hairy Greek men are. There's a many-eyed monster in Greek mythology. I can't remember what the name is, but I said on. Uh, I said a funny thing. Okay, so first of all, big opener. Funny thing happened on the way to the Greek festival. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, and then I said, so-and-so, the, the many-eyed monster was craw- – I saw so-and-so, the many-eyed monster, crawling around on the ground. I said, what's going on? And he just muttered something about looking for his contacts. <laughs> World star. Anyway, this this one kid was in like a sketch uh-huh. or a playlet. It was uh-huh. a playlet. It was not comic. It was sure. not intended to be comic. And he was playing like Jason and they were the Argonauts or something like that. All I remember is he had a shield and a sword. And at one point he had to go like like lift his sword and say like, onward, men. And when he did it in the thing, he sort of jumped up as he did it and turned a little bit and, you know, lifted his sword up in the air and said, onward, men. But then as as he as he became airborne, he just went. Oh, boy. <laughs> Farted it? Just farted yeah. it. Yeah. It was just... Like, farted with emphasis. For, for emphasis. <laughs> just as he... How'd that go for the rest of the cast? The oh, my gosh. Well, the rest of the cast was, as every other 10, 11, and 12-year-old in attendance mm-hmm. was, delighted beyond words. <laughs> That True. is the best thing ever. No. It was, for it, one guy, a horrible story. For a dozen others, the most the hilarious thing that's ever happened. <laughs> it was even. It was even better than the time the guy, uh, the first guy who brought in the Green Jello album that had the song <laughs> Three Little Ki- Three Little Pigs." Yeah, those are the two highlights of sixth grade entertainment wise. <laughs> Sounds like a real hoot. Yeah, it was a real it was a real delight. If you have something to tell share with us, email it to us at jjgoatmaximumfun.org or call us at 206-984-4fun. We'll be back in just a second. Jordan Jesse go. Welcome to Oh No, Ross and Carrie. Ross. Hi, Carrie. What do you think is creepier? Okay. You jump into a swimming pool. All of a sudden, the water goes away, and instead of water, there is the bones of your dead ancestors or Mm -hmm. our show. 
That's pretty tough because we visited a live exorcism. We joined the Ordo Templi Orientis where we had to worship a naked lady. Oh, and we joined that Tony Alamo cult. Dope. They were scary. Super creepy. We joined the Ethere Society. We tried penis enlargement, or at least oh, I did. Oh boy, I tried breast enlargement. We have basically done every creepy, weird, fringe thing except for thousands more, which we will get to if you listen to our show. I'd still say the swimming pool with my ancestors' bones. Well, then I don't even know if people should listen. I guess they shouldn't. But if you want to who were at Maximum Fun and the show's called Ono, Ross, and Carrie. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Steel Santa. I'm Mark Marin, the man. Mark, what's what's been your favorite recent episode of your hit podcast, WTF, What the Fuck? Um... Norman Lear was very pleasant. That was pretty great. Television legend Norman Lear. When is this going to be on, what we're talking about now? Uh, Two days from now. So, okay. Immediately, Monday. Well, I can confidently say that people can look forward to a Paul Thomas Anderson. Hey. Which is no. Score. That's not an easy one. That's a good. He's not. not No, he's a great guy, but he doesn't, you know, I don't see him around much talking. Sure. So, uh, did you see the inherent vice? I did. I saw it and I loved it. I do not know what anyone could have a problem with. Finishing the book, it's a real, it's a real trip. The movie's a trip. Yeah, it'll probably help you actually to have read the book. It was a great conversation. Uh, You know, I talked to him longer than usual. The book's strong point is not coherence. Well, that's but that's pension. What are you going to do? The movie's great. Uh, Yeah. So Norman Lear. I thought was uh, amazing. Isn't Paul Thomas Anderson's? Wasn't his dad like a horror movie host or something like? <laughs> <Yeah>. Gulardo, <laughs> Gulardo, Gulardo, in Cleveland. God, he was also him. the uh, 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 the announcer for ABC Television. Wow. Yeah, there's I a lot of interest. Yes, he moved out here from Cleveland. Do and, you think uh, he and Maya Rudolph just sit around talking about? Uh, uh, the trivia fact that they both have interesting famous parents because my Rudolph's mom is Minnie Ripperton or was Minnie Ripperton. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what they talk about, but his movies are, are, are always challenging. I think they're all they're delightful. Sure. Some of them are delightful. Some Big of them are fun challenging. is how I would describe <laughs> Yeah, Magnolia. Oh, boy. Rolling <laughs> in the aisles. I think he's, uh, he's one of yeah, the he best has, we got. I don't think but, he, he hasn't made a stinker, in my opinion. But he, sometimes you walk out and go, God damn it, I got to see that again. Sure. I think I missed something. I just see there will be blood several times. Yeah. I see the master several times just to develop a relationship with it. Sure. I told him this. <laughs> I'm not afraid to be honest. Yeah, sounds like it. What did you tell Norman Lear? Was we interesting because I read a lot of his book, mm-hmm. and uh, I get very nervous with. Uh, it's pe- a little unusual for you, isn't it? Yeah, to prepare for well, an interview. <laughs> you, yes, when you got a guy that's been around as long as him, you know, you can sort of got to figure out what you're going to focus on because you ain't going to get it all in. Right. And it struck me that he was very reflective. You read the book. You decided to go with Maud. Exactly. Exclusively just on an Mod. hour on Mod. No, he's very reflective, and he thinks a lot about his relationship with his father, and about you know what kind of father he is, and you know how he sort of came into television. I found that the early stuff was very interesting. So we spent a lot of time talking about some of that. I mean, he fought in World War II. A lot of times, I mean, that's the best part. It is the greatest part because that's the part that gets lost. That's the part that no one really knows about. And when someone tells you to you firsthand, it's very compelling and fascinating. There you go. Compelling, fascinating. Mark Marin. He flew in a bomber. 
He dropped bombs in and World War II. We're not talking about the Gap Band here, folks. No, man. No, we are not. I pointed at Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sure did. My Thank app's you. broken, so I have no way to uh, no way to uh, give emphasis. Guys, you got to get up pretty early in the morning to slip an opportunity for a Gap Band reference past mm-hmm. me. Melissa Etheridge is on Monday. That was a oh. that was a lot of fun, actually. Really, it's one of those situations where, I like, not unlike Blues Traveler, I get asked, "Would you like to have Melissa Etheridge on?" And I'm like. Yeah, everything was Melissa Etheridge for about a year. Yeah, yeah. sure. You know, so yeah, let's have what's, her on. what's up with Melissa Etheridge? Yeah, what's her was, deal? It was great. It was. I had truly that experience. Great. I, I had that experience with Huey Lewis. I did too. I got offered Huey Lewis, and I said, "Yeah, yeah, sure, I'll have Huey I Lewis exactly, on." Absolutely, exactly the same thing I felt with Huey. Yeah, and he's a charmer. He's Hell a, a story, really fun dude. guy. He's yeah. from your part of the woods. He is Bay yeah. Area dude. Yeah. But, uh, you don't but, have to tell me. You can just ask my mother-in-law. She sees she sees, sees him once in a while in the uh, Pete's Coffee. She'll come home and tell you about it. <laughs> uh-huh. She is delighted to see Huey Lewis. She's fond of him. Um, Melissa Etheridge was very was great, and she sang at the end. And she really, I mean, she this record that she put out, she's all in, man. <laughs> Mark Marin, IFC's Marin, Internet's WTF. Yes, delightful. Uh, Jordan and I will be live in San Francisco, SF Sketch Fest, first, first weekend of February mm-hmm. or second weekend of February, something like that. February 7th. February 7th. Uh, January 6th at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater here in Los Angeles. Um, and, of course, we are on the internet. You can talk to us on the Reddit, uh, Jordan, Jesse, go. Wait, MaximumFun.reddit.com. On the forum, forum.maximumfun.org. Uh, on Twitter, just hashtag it, JJGo. On the Facebook group, on the Maximum Fun Facebook group. Um, and hey, wh- one other thing I want to mention before we go um, we are working on some new panels and stuff like uh, on some new pilots and stuff like that for Maximum Fun, and uh, we're putting together a little Maximum Fun listener panel. So if you want to help us by listening to new stuff that hasn't been released to the general public and giving us feedback on it, um, just go to maximumfun.org slash listener panel. I don't think I can be there for that. MaximumFun.org <laughs> slash – yeah, we're just going to run some WTF episodes by you <laughs> and see what you yeah, think. Yeah, just give some notes. Give notes right to Mark. Uh, we, we're It'll just going to have a box, that's, box that says, give us your worst. <laughs> uh, hit me with your best shot is going to be the uh, Right box. in the kisser. And that's actually just going to email directly to Mark. <laughs> um, but, yeah, share, share that with us. Uh, share, put your email on the email list and we'll get you something soon. Uh, we got some cool stuff in the works. Uh, thank you to everybody who's already signed up for that. Um, Max Funcon sold out, but uh, if you want to get on the wait list, you can still get on the wait list. Email waitlist at maximumfun.org and put your phone number in there and the number of people in your party. Brian Fernandez on the boards. Our email address, jjgo at maximumfun.org, 206-984-4FUN, our telephone number, our theme music, Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design, and Light in the Attic Records from the album, La Kites Are Fun, the best of The Free Design. We will talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.